For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. And welcome in to another recap episode uh, of Topic Thunder. Uh, I'm your host, Alex, joined in from the great state of Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. Not Louisville anymore, right? You don't live in Louisville, right? I'm still there currently. Still there, that, still that there. That will change. All right, good. So still in Kentucky, still in Louisville. Uh, we got Dylan Hutzinger. Dylan, how you doing tonight? Man, I uh, I, I got to say I, I was doing a lot better the last seven games but we're gonna push through it we're gonna push through it oh yeah man it's always it's always it's always a lot more fun to do a recap after a win uh than during a loss but and we haven't felt that in about a week and a half two weeks um but you know it was bound to come to an end and you know a a game on the road against a scrappy team whenever you're not hitting your shots is definitely probably um that that perfect storm to to come up with our first loss in set in, in eight games um so so yeah so the the thunder lost 111 to 96 to the dallas mavericks um it was a very it's kind of a chippy affair not necessarily chippy and it, it, it was just there were parts in the game where they were very physical and i don't think the rest did a very good job of of keeping this you know kind of keeping it balanced between the calls for the thunder uh, and for mm-hmm. for Dallas. Um, so, um, with that said, um, let's go ahead and uh, go to the TiVo. You don't have to tell me why you're using TiVo. <laughs> you like that, didn't you? I, I did. It, it, it's awesome. <laughs> All right. So the first quarter, uh, first quarter was very much a back and forth affair. It wasn't anything that stuck out other than the play where. Um, Harrison Barnes drove to the basket and kind of did, uh, you know, shook his arms and kind of hit uh, Dennis Schroeder in the head. Gave Schroeder a nice little welt on the left side of his forehead. I was a little bit worried that he's going to be out for the rest of the game and we were going to have to go with uh, with Raymond Felton as our as our <clears throat> starting point guard uh, for the rest of the game. And thank goodness not because, you know, this was a 15-point loss. If Raymond would have been in the game, I think it would have been a thirty-point loss the way he played tonight. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a. It, it was definitely a scary moment. You know, I I don't think Harrison Barnes had any malicious intent behind it. It was just a classic euro step, trying to pick up the dribble over the defender um, when he's going for the ball, and his elbow met into the shooter's head. Um, you know, it 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 had potential to be a lot worse than it was, but. To Dennis's credit, he kind of shook it off. Mm. You know, they walked to the bench uh, for the TV timeout. 
Um, the thing that I thought was most noteworthy is when Steven Adams was checking on Schroeder, he was putting his hand on Schroeder's head to make sure he's all right. And Steven Adams can fit in Schroeder's entire head in his hands. <laughs> so that's much more noteworthy. He has, he has huge hands, man. I mean, as we witnessed today with him grabbing, it seemed like every miss the Thunder had, Steven Adams, you know, at least grabbed those rebounds that that we made it felt that way i know he only grabbed like i guess the, the stats say about eight offensive rebounds um but it seven. just seven okay but it just felt like yeah. every ball that was available he got to it yeah for sure man steven Adams doing what steven Adams does um you know it's always a fun matchup whenever he's going against deandre jordan but mm-hmm. uh he i mean he out rebounded him 13 to 9 DeAndre did have eight defensive rebounds, so he kind of won the head-to-head battle, but Adams was definitely a difference maker out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, Harrison Harrison Barnes got into a little bit of uh, foul trouble there in the first quarter. He had, he had already, mm-hmm. I guess, three three fouls. Um, yep. So took him out the game. Um, it, it ended up being 23-22 to at the end of the first quarter, uh, Dallas in the lead. Um, and then we kind of got into the second quarter. And – this is where it kind of fell apart. So our bench has, for the most part, been a strength of our team uh, for most of the season. And today, not so much. Uh, so Raymond Felton was leading that group. Uh, it was, you know, it was Felton, Abrinas, Hamadou, uh, Diallo, um, Nerlens, and Patrick Patterson. And that crew, for some reason, was not vibing today at all. Yeah, no, man, it, it was really weird, and I, I think it was you that pointed this out. Um, I don't remember which game it was. It was the recap before the recap I did. Mm-hmm. Um, of the Cavs game, yeah. You said that um, the second unit, you know, they've kind of developed an identity alongside Dennis Schroeder of getting up and down the court quick, the ball yeah. moving, making plays out of the pick and roll. Um, but when Ray Felton's in there, there's no running and gunning. Uh, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. kind of very little ball movement. I mean, Ray Felton shot, uh, besides Dennis Schroeder and Paul George, he shot more shots than anybody else on the team at 12. So that ball's not humming when Ray's out there. And which I think, is, which uh, is know, not we, something you want. Yeah, no, no, no. And, you know, we was able to overcome that in our last game. <laughs> um but, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's an issue that we're going to have as long as the rest is out. Yeah, I mean, the the bench, the, the thing is, whenever Felton's in there, um, so when, whenever Schroeder's out there with the with the bench unit, it's, it's run and gun. You know, it doesn't change from, the pace does not change from when Russell sits on the bench to when Schroeder gets into the game. The pace doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And so those guys have that, you know, have that way of playing and they've developed – I guess they've gotten used to playing that way. So you have athletes out there. You have guys like Diallo. You have guys like Ferguson. You have guys like you know, Patrick Patterson, who's not necessarily an athlete, but his ability to trail and kind of catch those threes on pick and rolls and things like that works within that framework. Whenever Felton's out there, it kind of feels like those guys have to think a little bit more, and that doesn't work for them that much. You know, a guy like, like Diallo, who's a rookie – a guy like Noel, who's not necessarily known as an offensive-type player, he's more of a, of a, of a read-react-type player, um, he has to you know, do a little bit more work, a little bit more mental work 
uh, whenever Felton's out there. And Felton, for the for the most part, is not that good of a of a point guard anymore. Um, as far as a, a distributor, he's you know he's looking he looks for his shot way too much, and it's worked throughout his career. You know he's you know he's a 13, 14 year vet, but mm-hmm. it's not working anymore. He's you know he's not as quick as he used to be. He's not as athletic as he used to be, and you know it's 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 detrimental most games um, to the Thunder him being out there. Yeah, for sure, man. And I, I noticed I, I noticed in the second quarter that. Dallas was very physical. You know, they brought the physicality to the game. Um, and the Thunder, you know, I guess they weren't able to adjust to that. Um, at the same time, the referees, I don't think, were were very balanced in their calls um, against the Thunder in, the, in that quarter. Uh, I know, I think Dallas shot eight of nine free throws um, in that quarter. And it was just something that it was very noticeable. Like, the, the Thunder would drive in. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say they got slapped, but there would be contact, and they wouldn't get the call. On the other end, Dallas would do the same, and they would get the call. Um, so it was just, you know, it just almost felt like the Thunder were playing eight on five for a lot of that quarter. Yeah, and you know, the second quarter, I mean, it was it was a train wreck from start to about about two minutes left. Yeah, and I, I think what we went on a thirteen zero run, capped off by Paul George's three. It was a twelve zero run, yeah, to end the quarter, to end twelve the, the half. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that was that was the best basketball we played in the entire game, and we couldn't we couldn't build off that momentum going into the third quarter. And, you know, we just never saw that kind of basketball the rest of the game. And that that's that's the ball game right there. <laughs> it basically was. Yeah, definitely. That, that basically, I mean, they went up by 24 points in that quarter at one point. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Thunder's 12-0 run at the end of the half masked a lot of the ills that they were doing in that second quarter. And a lot of those ills in that second quarter started – with the guy that has haunted Oklahoma City for years upon years upon years, you know he's the JJ only <laughs> he's the only Puerto Rican in the league, and I I have never been able to like him, man. <laughs> you know I, I have never been able to like my country, my fellow countrymen, because of what he does every time he plays the Thunder. This guy, I don't know what it is, I don't know what his hate for the Thunder is, um, but. Every time he plays the Thunder, he has a rejuvenating game where it looks like, you know, this guy is damn near an all-star. You know, this, this guy is, you know, it's the Puerto Rican Isaiah Thomas from a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, man, he had 16 points in that, you know, in the first half. And it was, he was just killing us, man. Every time he got the ball, you know, first of all, our, our pick-and-roll defense was atrocious this game. You know, our defense, we, we had built so much upon our defense during the seven-game win streak that, it, it kind of faltered this game, and it started. It started on the perimeter in the pick and roll. Um, JJ was getting anything he wanted. Doncic was getting anything he wanted on the pick and roll, and so you know that led to us being down fi- uh, fifty-seven to forty-five at the half. Um, it could have been uglier, but you know that twelve-zero run kind of did mask a lot of uh, the wrong things, that, the bad things that we were doing, and so we went into the half down by twelve. Um, so we start the third hey, quarter. Guess, Go ahead. guess how many points? Uh, I'm sorry. Guess how many points was uh, uh season high before tonight? I don't know, but I know he got a season high tonight. How many? Oh, he did have a season high. He he had 15 points. That was his season. Yeah, he had that by halftime. <laughs> he had that by halftime. 
Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So third, you know, third quarter comes in. Now. Yeah, third quarter comes in, and at the beginning of the third quarter, Dallas was just hitting threes. You know, just felt like this game was going to get away from us in the third quarter. Uh, but the Thunder kind of, you know, countered with a couple threes of their own. And, you know, they went back and forth in this quarter. This quarter was one of those quarters where it, you know, like somebody like Russell Westbrook would have probably um, been the difference in that quarter. You know, he would have probably, you know, he would have willed the Thunder into cutting into that lead, um, getting it down to single digits. Um, the Thunder had opportunities. They had opportunities throughout the quarter. Like one one thing, one moment stuck out for me was it was about it was about two one or two minutes left in the, in the third quarter. Uh, the Thunder had the ball. Uh, they were down by I believe it was nine, um, and PG missed the three. No, they were down. They were down by eleven. I'm sorry. PG missed the three. He got his own offensive rebound, passed it to Abrines, but Abrines was wide open. He missed it. Uh, Dallas got the rebound. Go to the other side of the court. Give it to JJ. Pick and roll. He gets into the paint. Little floater. Goes in. Five-point swing right there. Um, so it was like those momentum plays that it could have happened, um, but they didn't. And that's basically the third quarter was a lot of that. And by mm-hmm. the end of the third quarter, you know, it, the, the deficit was still 12 points. We, you know, we matched them 25 to 25 in the third quarter. Um, but, but, yeah, man, that's – that's what that's what I noticed in that third quarter um, was a lot of opportunities squandered, and in the end, you know, we went to the fourth quarter with the same deficit as, as we did in the second half in the at halftime. Yeah, and it's 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 wild because in our seven game winning streak, the third quarter has kind of been our calling card. Mm-hmm. Like that's been our exclamation point in most of our games. So to see us come out so flatly and not be able to capitalize on the opportunities that we have in front of ourselves. Uh, it, it was definitely concerning and disheartening. Yeah, it was. Um, and so we head to the fourth quarter. It was 82 to 70 heading to the fourth quarter. Um, these are my notes for the fourth quarter. Patterson <laughs> actually made an interior shot. Um, pick and roll defense was terrible. And, oh, the J.J. Berea three after the Thunder got it to nine. So the Thunder actually got it to nine points, at, you know, about three minutes into the fourth quarter. Uh, but then Berea came down and he shot a three. And literally that three-pointer bounced on the rim about four times before it finally went in. They're up by 12 again. You know, the Thunder come down. They miss a shot. Uh, the Mavs come back. They hit another shot. And so the, the onslaught was, was on after that. You know, basically they got down by about 21 points um, after that, and they could never come back. So the big thing about the fourth quarter was, so they threw a lob pass into Dwight Powell, and Schroeder jumped up with him, and, you know, Powell didn't get the ball. Powell fell, fell on Schroeder. And as they were getting up, Shooter kind of hit him with an elbow to his midsection. I don't know if it was his groin. I don't know if it was midsection. But we hit, hit him with an elbow to the midsection. Um, and then, you know, got up. rest got involved. And I thought, this is my thing. So as I'm watching this game live and I'm tweeting out, I'm like, this is definitely an ejection uh, because it was malicious. It looked malicious. Um, and it's probably going to be a one-game suspension for Schroeder. He just oh, got a yeah. He just got a tech. Now that's not saying that the one game suspension suspension won't be coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't his head. You know he, he just he just elbowed him on his uh, on his stomach. 
Uh, so it could be just, you know, a fine type thing. Uh, but it was malicious. It was, you know, there was intent. Uh, he was mad. And so I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what we'll see from this. But that's about that's about the only highlight that happened in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, you know, since, since that's all we could really talk about about the fourth quarter, I just got to say, man, can we talk about how good Luka Doncic is? Oh, like, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the real deal. 22 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, 9-15 shooting, and his primary defender all night Paul was Paul George. George. Yeah, Paul George and Terrence Ferguson, the guys that have supposedly been the best defenders um, on the perimeter for our team the whole season. He uh, he he just knows how to play basketball. He knows how he's a big guy. You know, he knows mm-hmm. how to use his, you know, his, his muscle, his strength, um, and he's just able to drive it into guys. And, and he has that, he has like that European style of play, um, but he knows how to use that in the NBA, which a lot of European players don't know how to do that. They just know how to play the Euro way and not the NBA way. But this guy. You know, he's he's adjusted to the NBA game very quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he reminds me so much of a Dirk Nowitzki. You know, and, and it's easy to make that comparison because they're on the same team. Um, yeah. But he reminds me of a guy that's, that is made, that's a European player, but he's made for the American game. He's made for the NBA game. So, I, yeah, he's, he, uh, he, he impressed me tonight. Yeah, his, his IQ is, like, through the roof, man. Yes. Like... The ceiling is the roof, and then it's his IQ. So, I mean, he uh, there was some plays like he had four turnovers tonight. So you know, two to four or two to one turnover ratio. But a couple of those turnovers was just because he saw the play going um, somewhere that his teammates did not, and mm-hmm. you know they just didn't read him. Like he made the right play, they just weren't on the same page. So, and I mean, uh, that, that kid's gonna be special. Yeah, and I mean, newsflash: he's nineteen. Yeah, you know, this is not this is not a European player that's like twenty two, twenty three. Yet's coming over with like five or six years of experience. I mean, I, I believe he still has about three or four years of experience, but he's just nineteen. Um, so you know he has he has a lot of growing to do as far as his body, and he has a lot of growing to do as far as mentally. Um, but he's already at a level um, to where most of the other rookies in the NBA are not even looking at that level. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I don't mean to make this topic Mavs or anything. I just wanted no, to no, I, but I feel like we needed to talk about it. it it's, it's deservedly so. Like in, in my last recap that I did for the Cleveland game, I forgot to mention that um, Colin Sexton was, you know, he did pretty good. It was his first start uh, of his career. Mm-hmm. And I, I know from, from everything that I've read, I, I guess they're a little bit down on Sexton, but he did pretty good in that game. Um, so, yeah, so coming back to this game, again, you know, the rookies of this class have – have impressed very much so. Yep, for sure. And, you know, in, in that same breath, uh, our guy, Hamadou Diallo, as impressive as he's been all season, mm-hmm. uh, this was probably his worst game. <laughs> yeah. He, he... Seven minutes, 0-3, and uh, negative, uh, I think it was a negative, no, negative 13 on the yeah. game. So, and a, a, a hopefully play, better days are a, coming. A player like that, you know, a, a young player like that, um, they take the lead of the point guard on the floor, and I think a lot of that yeah. had to do with Felton being out there and not having an effective game. Yep. Um, so okay, so moving on. Don't want to, you know, we've we've kind of recapped the hell out of this game. Um, <laughs> uh, so moving on, just uh, player of the game. So let's go ahead and go into the player of the game. 
Um, and so my player of the game is Steven Adams. Um, I think he had a ridiculous game. Um, you know, he just – he had – what was it? You got the stats up? 20 points. Yeah. Tw- yep, 20 points. 13, 13 rebounds. Yeah, 13 rebounds. Yeah, I mean, he, he eight of eleven shooting. Exactly. Yeah, he he was, he was the reason the Thunder were even in this game. You know, he without his offensive rebound, without his work on the boards, without him, um, you know, holding DeAndre Jordan uh, to to you know just minus not minuscule numbers, but humanly numbers, because DeAndre Jordan he still has the ability to put up crazy rebounding numbers. Um, this this game would have gotten out of hand real quick, um, and so. My player of the game is Steven Adams, and I don't even have a, a secondary player of the game. There's no honorable mention in this game. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, Steven Adams is my pick easily because, I mean, I mean, he missed three shots. I mean, he was cleaning up all of our crap, which there was a lot of it. And, you know, we talk about that run that the Thunder went on at the end of the second. Steven Adams was instrumental in it because he had, I think, four or six of those 12 points and – at least two of the scoring opportunities were off offensive rebounds. Yeah. Um, he shot four of eight from the free throw line. So, man, seeing DeAndre Jordan just swish two free throws <laughs> gives me hope that it's going to be better. Um, it, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, see, it took him like 10 seasons, but, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that, that that's my only gripe. I wish he shot better from the free throw line. But, hey, Steven Adams, 100% player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a know. bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to, uh, I mean, do we, do we even want to do best unit? Like, was there even a best unit out there tonight? I, I think the only thing you could really say for that is... I don't know. I mean, you could say the starters because with the starters, they were the ones that, you know, did that 12-0 run. But the starters are also the ones that kind of sucked all night. So, uh, (laughs) most impressive unit is Luka Doncic, DeAndre. I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, (laughs) I mean, when we look at this game, anything involving Luka was uh, was very impressive. Like they like any time the Thunder made a run, it was either Luka Doncic or JJ Barea, um, yeah, you know, quailing that run for us. So, so I don't really have a, a a best unit of this game. Like this game was, it was one of those games. I mean, we we haven't seen one of these games since you know probably the Sacramento game, um, where it just looks like we're discombobulated out there. Um, you know, so it, it's just one of those games. Hopefully, you know, quick memory, we forget about this, um, and then we come back on Monday when we play Phoenix and, you know, bring the wood to them. Yep, for sure, man. Our second second game against Phoenix Suns this season. Yep. Uh, a little bit different, though, this time because Devin Booker will be out there, um, but no Tyson Chandler. <laughs> this is true. So, you know, Narrows Noel can't cross some, uh, Tyson Chandler up this time. Yeah, I know. He he was pretty bad this game, too. Nerlens was – he was not good this game. But, again, I think that has a lot to do with Felton. Um, and so our not player of the game is Raymond Felton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. He 
he extinguished the Neuros Noel revenge game before it could even happen. There you go. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that uh, that little narrative that this was, you know, Nerland's first trip back to Dallas since he was, you know, dishonorably discharged uh, from, <laughs> yeah. from the Mavericks. <laughs> All right, so not a lot not a lot to take from this game. Uh, hopefully Thunder go home, uh, have, a, you know, have a good little shootout. Hopefully Russell Westbrook gets back on the court on Monday. And hopefully the uh, the punishment is not too harsh on Dennis Schroeder uh, for what he did in the fourth quarter. But other than that, um, I got nothing else for this game. Do you have anything else? Uh, I just want to say, you know, we was all feeling ourselves after we beat the Rockets at Westbrook on our seven-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Just because we lost to the Mavericks doesn't mean it's time to go full panic mode fire Billy Donovan again. Teams lose. We're not gonna go seventy-eight and four on the what? season. So, yeah, newsflash. <laughs> just, Teams just don't do that. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. Let's let's kind of pump the brakes a little bit. This is a bad game. You know, when you play eighty-two games, you're gonna have bad games. You know, somewhere in there. We actually had a seven-game win streak. You know, so uh, so yeah. So this happens in the NBA, and we move on. Uh, so. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you catch us on anywhere where you listen to your podcasts, especially iTunes, Google Play Store, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, or whatever. You know, all those different places where you guys listen to your podcast, we will be there. Um, if you're listening through iTunes, make sure you give us a, a five star review. Um, and make sure you interact with us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, but other than that, everybody take care of themselves. And thunder up. Thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.